0: What's up, y'all? This is Les Runs here. Welcome to Monthly Mileage Talks. On today's episode number four, we have Maurice Loman here. Yes, the panda man is here, aka Marathon Panda Maurice. Listen as he talks about everything running, mindset, nutrition, and the stories attached to them. Okay, and thank uh, you for having me, man. Thank you. I'm gonna thank you in advance because we got a lot of talk. All right. Uh, <laughs> so we'll give it a minute or two, then we'll get straight to it, baby.
1: Sounds good. How you feeling today?
0: Good. Good. This is good. um last day of the month, you know. Um, so I typically do this once a month, monthly mileage talk, and I'm honored to have the the man, the legend himself.
1: Well, I don't. I'm I'm honored. I'm honored to be on here, and thank you, thank you for the, for the compliments. This Instagram community, the running community, it's yeah. it's a foundation to my journey. And I say I say it often, and I mean it. Um, it, it fuels me. It fuels yeah. me. It's open doors. This opportunity right here for just for us to chat for a few minutes. It that gets me excited. These are opportunities I would have never had if I w- wasn't um you know, so passionate and consistent on the Instagram platform and in the running community. So thank you for having me. Oh, man, it's a pleasure. Likewise. All right, let's get started. We're
0: three minutes in. I know people are getting ready to get ready for the week. Welcome to Monthly Mileage Talks. If you are here with us live, I am your host, Les. This man needs no introduction. I feel like I'm (laughs) getting ready to drop like a mixtape or album. I have Maurice Lohman here. The High man fives himself. and positive vibes. <laughs> the marathon panda himself, drop some panda uh, emojis right now. Make them feel welcome. <laughs> go go panda crazy. Yes. All I right. So I we'll get it. started. Um, I kind of already told your name, but um, who do we have here? Who am I? Who, who do I have here
1: right now? Uh, name is Maurice, Maurice Loman from uh, East Providence, Providence area of Rhode Island. Um, and I call myself the Marathon Panda within the running community and within the, the social media community. I've been fully immersed in the community for, say, um, since 2013, when I did my first half marathon um, of just a local small race, and I was immediately infatuated with the with the community aspect of it. Everybody was out there, everybody has their own story. I'm always quick to say, um, I'm I'm always, hey, look at me, listen to my story. Hey, look at me, I run marathons, I do this, but I'm always, always quick to, to, to say, everybody has their own story, everybody has their own journey. When you get to a start line, you need to respect the fact that it took everybody a lot to get to that start line and to just be included in that community where you're, you're, you're with um, top-notch athletes, former Division One athletes, people competing um, for all sorts of different things. So I just consider myself not competing at a super high level, but to be included in that same group, to the inclusiveness gets me excited, gets me pumped up. So I, I, I embrace the role of a cheerleader, and, 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 <laughs> and, and I've, kind of, I've kind of grown into that. Um, so, and I like to call myself that. I'm the local cheerleader. I'm the hype man. <laughs> so your, uh, let's get
0: started, your IG name, where does Marathon Panda come from? I think a lot of people tuning in, they uh-huh. want to know what's this panda thing about? Why do you have the word panda in
1: your name? So, what does your um, ad name mean? Uh, great question, great question, and we'll dive right into the, the history of that. Um, as a toddler, my grandmother gave me a panda bear stuffed animal I was attached to it to the tune of would never leave the house without it, Um, was obsessed with panda bears, asked my parents to get me more panda bear stuffed animals, um, National Geographic posters and books on the animal. I am, um, you know, to put a label on it, I am half black and half white. So I've kind of always just loved the panda. Um, I consider myself a little bit chubby and and very lovable and huggable. So (laughs) the panda is my spirit animal Let's continue to, to, to touch on that. My grandmother, um, when I was at a very young age, used to tell me, you're going to be a runner someday. You're going to be a runner someday. And I, I honestly did not grasp that. Not that I was naive to, to sports or anything like that. I played youth athletics and Pop Warner football in and, and high school and every, not, not high school athletics, but um, little league baseball up until high school and so forth. But track and field and running was never on my radar. So when she used to say, you're going to be a runner, I never really grasped that. Years, years, and years go on. Fast forward to say 2008, 2009, I'm in my early 30s. I really dove into consistent running as the foundation of my, my new health, wellness, and sobriety journey. Um, and I kind of used to have this vision like, hey, I'm going to be a running panda. Um, and i and, and so the the vision was there and it was kind of brewing and i had this idea of of being a guy that just called and, and i know i'm not the only one and and being um being involved in this in the the social media community and the running community it's so cool because i come across other people that are like hey i love pandas too and like, so for <laughs> example shot so shout out to all the panda lovers out there um there's this guy i follow king kong panda out in the philippines and owns a luxury car dealership. He owns a fitness studio and he's just a King Kong Panda. And that kind of stuff gets me pumped up Um, and shout out to on the run Panda and and all that stuff. So there's a ton of, um, and and just to kind of touch on that, I used to call myself the Ferrari Panda running when I first started Instagram because I have, (laughs) I have these Ferrari dreams Um, and shout out to my boy, Stefan on Broadway. He, he pulled me to the side one day at, at work at an old sales job. And said, hey, not to not to say you'll never drive a Ferrari. I think that's a great dream. But brother, you're already running marathons and that's kind of a big deal. Why don't you call yourself the marathon panda instead oh, of the man. Ferrari panda? And I said, it, it, I, couldn't, I, I, I couldn't be more excited. I said, that's I, an awesome idea. I hope you trade
0: you trademark that right away.
1: <laughs> not not trademark but I, and then so just <laughs> to touch to say something else on that, my boy shout out to Jamal. Um, Jay is so talented. John, um, Jamal and Jamal photography. He was put, I gave him the task of coming up with the Running Panda logo. And he said, when do you need it by? I said, well, can you get it to me by Friday? This was on like a Tuesday afternoon. I had the yeah. idea of getting a Running Panda logo, putting it on a Nike you know, tank top and, and looking yeah. cool at the, at the race, right? <laughs> um, and he did it. He came up with the logo in like less than 48 hours. I loved it. I put it on his shirt. So this is years ago, and I had this vision of, hey, you know, I'm going to be this guy that calls himself the pander, and I'm going to run around, and I'm going to pass out high fives. I'm never going to win one of these marathons, so I, right. might, as well have, I might as well have fun um, being out there. And that's where, that's where this all came from. Oh, man, that's dope. Wow. So there you go,
0: folks. <laughs> that's where the name comes from. So where are you coming from? Where, where's your
1: hometown? I, I mean, I kind of know already, but where are you from? Providence, Rhode Island, Providence, Rhode Island, East Providence, Rhode Island, born and raised, um, was very fortunate to participate um, in the New York City Marathon two years in a row via the Elixir Fund charity. Um, And I just, I can't say enough awesome things about the city. I'm infatuated um, with the city. The fact that you're, you're right in the community, you know, with run groups and small businesses and just kind of pushing the culture and everything. I get fueled up by that. Um, the One of the main driving things in my journey is being connected to the culture, um, being included, being a person of, of, of color and being included in this community. Um, that, that gets me fired up. So I always want to touch on like, hey, I love hip hop. I love positivity. I love lifting up, you know, people of color, men, women, all of that good stuff. So let's keep it going. Wow, that's dope. I,
0: I'm going to be honest. I don't think I've ever been to Rhode Island. I think I've driven through it. <laughs> so so this is the year this is the year I make my way there. So we'll need we'll, to chat, come down. we'll chat about getting some miles in cuz currently wow we'll get into that um in a little bit. But what got you into
1: running? Um so running was my go-to exercise when I wanted to feel good about myself. So once again I I played youth athletics, never excelled at any of them. Fast forward until after high school and some computer tech school, um, I fell into some pretty hard times with alcohol and drug addiction. That's part of my story. I'm always very transparent about it. So for Very years, transparent. <laughs> yeah. So for years, I struggled with being a hardcore drug addict, alcohol, cocaine, um, crack cocaine, always brushing myself off, getting a new job, going to some sort of program saying, you know, you're better than this. Um, you need to live a better life than this but it was never Mm -hmm. long-term. When I got serious about my recovery in 2008, 2009, I literally turned to running. I started jogging outside every day for 20 or 30 minutes. It turned into 40 to 50 minutes. It turned into getting a a runner's high after a five or six mile workout. Um, The sore legs, not being able to walk up the stairs the next day because I did my first ever two-hour run Um, I was very naive. When I say I started running, I was very naive to all things, track and field, world marathons, history, significance, uh, qualifications, coaching, all of that stuff. I knew nothing. Um, But I I knew I loved to run. I loved the way it made my body feel. I loved the way the natural adrenaline and runner's high um, and the self-esteem that I could grab from it. And it was keeping me diving into something um, to, to replace the, the it, it gave me a new fix. It gave me a new adrenaline fix. so I wasn't chasing alcohol and drugs. I was chasing this running thing. I loved it. Um, fast forward to 2014. It's a, it's a story, another, another story, but my girlfriend signed me up for a local half marathon. I was actually incarcerated at the time, um, but I was clean. I was sober. I was running every day. Upon my release date, which was the next weekend, I ran my first ever half marathon and I was hooked. I was absolutely hooked. What? So your first (laughs) race ever was a half? It was a half marathon,
0: yes. Wow. Wow. Well, first and foremost, congrats on being sober. Well, thank Um, you. Thank you. I don't know what day this is. I think
1: you posted it earlier. What day is this being sober? uh, 2,180. So. March 12th of this year will be six years completely alcohol and hardcore substance free. So I'm very grateful. Thank Man, you guys. drop some claps, some pandas yeah, in the
0: college go Go nuts. Some <laughs> prayer emojis, something. Go nuts. Um, that's dope. That's dope. Uh, what do you enjoy about running?
1: Um, the, the fact that you can push your body to the limits Um, I've I've explored the limits of my body on so many different occasions, whether it was running across the state of Rhode Island in the middle of the summer. um, Wait, let's stop. Let me, let me. I hate to (laughs) cut
0: you off. You ran across, wait, Rhode Island isn't that big, but it's still a big deal. You ran across Rhode
1: Island? So it's a, it was 56 (laughs) miles was the distance. It's an event event called uh, Run to Respond and they raise money for first responders um, and for programs for firehouses and stuff to keep people um, mental health and wellness at the forefront. Um, My coach, Lori, her boyfriend, Paul, they've done this event a couple of times. I've entered the event and done one leg, meaning I would run from say Pawtucket, Rhode Island, excuse me, to Providence, Rhode Island and complete one leg of the relay. You go from one fire station to the next fire station so I did six miles my first year. My second year, I signed up for four legs, totaling a marathon distance. Um, right. you, get to, you get to take a break at every station. Okay? Okay. The third year, be, I was inspired by Laurie and Paul. They've done it before. You literally start at one end of Rhode Island and you end at the other end of Rhode Island. You're on the border to the Rhode Island Connecticut border. So you have technically ran across the state of Rhode Island. My buddy Jay, excuse me, inspiring to motivate shout out. He -hmm. joined me. We started at one o'clock in the morning. um, And we ran 56 miles and we made it to the end. I got lost at the end. um, And and it added two miles to the day in my mental. I was going a little nuts. But I said, and I hashtag this for days, results are greater than excuses. I did not wanna come home and say, hey, I almost ran across the state of Rhode Island once, but I had to stop. I almost made it to the end, but I had to stop, I got lost. So that's what fueled me to keep going, was knowing that if I finished, I could be the guy that say, I did it, I did it, I didn't quit, I didn't say what if, but, but, but. No buts, no excuses, got the result. Man,
0: you, you are the mantra king. I'm gonna have to like I'm waiting for when you when the panda book is dropping. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Uh what keeps you
1: motivated just to keep going? Um the community, I can't think I can't say it enough. Um knowing that there's other people out there battling their own stuff. Not everybody has overcame addiction, and it's my story is no more special than anybody else's everybody is battling something whether it's mental health issues whether it's family um loss whether it's anything or maybe you're just an athlete and you're competing at a super high level and you love running maybe you're trying to qualify for the olympics maybe you're trying to get your first sub four marathon or first sub three marathon your first sub five marathon everybody is out there working i'm just so pumped up to be a part of that i'm grateful to be included I say it all the time. I'm grateful to be here. I really mean it. My duty is to go outside every single day and show you that there is no reason why you can't get outside and and do something positive. It doesn't have to be running. Running is my thing right now that's helping me. Um, There's no excuse to not just get unstuck, get up, and get going after anything you want. Running social media has opened so many doors for me just from staying passionate, consistent. So I would never stop it now. The momentum is there. The momentum's there. I'm not gonna stop. Um I feel like I'm I'm twenty eight marathons in and I'm just warming up. Twenty eight. Once, wow. once again I'm never gonna win one of these things. Okay. Uh, but I do it, <laughs> I do feel like I'm getting smarter and, and a little bit stronger.
0: So we'll 20. see. 28 is men. I'm giving you your roses, your flowers, your trophy. 30, 32 not, if you count COVID. Oh <laughs> man, I did. I saw you did do some three uh, unofi- unofficial virtual marathons. Yeah. Um, I I've tapped into the unofficial virtuals. Um, I guess we'll talk about counting them or not counting them. I'm on the same page
1: as you. Like I don't count them either. But I think I'm going right. to have to start. <laughs> I do. I, I keep the total. Obviously, I track them. I, it was a day where I, so for example, the Boston Marathon, I was very grateful to be included with the great charity, uh, Rett Syndrome of Mass. Um, and it was unfortunate with COVID that everything got canceled and everything. First, it got po- postponed, then it got canceled. But to keep the momentum, to keep the positivity, to keep the gratitude going, it could have been easy to have been like, hey, no live event. There's no need to train there's no need to go outside in the, in the middle of november and run 14 miles um but we we didn't say that we there's and i'm not the only one you there's show dozens me. there's dozens and hundreds of us that had that winter warrior mindset that you know and no matter where you are in the world all the country if you're battling winters summers whatever it is there's a ton of us that didn't give up they didn't let the virtual take the excitement or the passion out of it. They held local, you know, events or things like that. And it was so cool to just see what everybody was doing. Um, and just to touch on that, COVID affected everybody different. I'm very fortunate and blessed. I didn't lose my job. My girlfriend didn't lose her job. Right. My, family's, my family's healthy. Um, every, everybody's safe and healthy. So, But not everybody has it that way. Some, no, people not at all. Some, some people are really battling, losing loved ones, right, losing yeah. jobs, you know, kids can't go to school, that kind of stuff. So I never want to be insensitive to that kind of stuff. My thing is I'm really outside every day with the gratitude and the hype. So if you need some motivation, if you didn't get out the front door today, what's your excuse? Because I don't have any so let's go. <laughs> Man,
0: so uh, we can segue. That's a good segue into this run streak. What day are you on right now with the run streak? 1,886 was completed today. So this is like over four, five years? Five years. Five years? So, so you've, it, you've showed up every day for five years?
1: Yes, outside. 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 So in – wow. Men, there's men and women that have been doing this for so much longer. I say it all the time. I'm not the fastest. I'm not the strongest. I dang sure have not been doing this the longest, but positivity (laughs) and gratitude, you know what the song is. I read an article about a guy that has supposedly been streaking for over 29 years down in Miami Beach. Wait, 29 years? Yes. They had a 15,000 mile celebration years ago. Um, He's he's been running for over at least one mile outside on the beach for over 29 years. So that kind of stuff gets me pumped up. I think the Guinness Book of World Records um, was 60 years or something uh, astronomical. The the gentleman had to stop because he did finally face an injury where he felt he would have been uh, risking his health if he kept it going. He's a robot. Yeah, there was a story where he was stranded um, in an airport or something. And his streak was outside, too. And wow. he was stranded in an airport and he had to beg security to let him outside in the parking lot so he could run a mile outside and not break his streak um and they and they did they let him outside and he, and he ran and he ran outside and kept the streak going i don't know his name or anything like that but it was a cool story um, what? the run streak helps me stay accountable helps me with the sobriety accountability um knock on wood i haven't faced any real health or or physical issues um to stop the streak so I'm very grateful I did face some some hamstring nagging stuff very fortunate to go to a local um physical therapist and get that squared away and that's where I I love to I love to shine the light on the fact that running you get uh it's, it's very cliche but you get out of it what you put into it I found a couple of missing ingredients recently with rest rehab recovery and strength training and now I feel that like the trajectory is just boom, boom, boom. It's going, it's going all the way up. It's like, this is the stuff I've been missing for the last few years. Um, I don't want to get injured. I don't want to be that guy. That's like, Hey, I used to run marathons, um, but now I have bad knees. Um, So I'm very fortunate. I'm very grateful, but I want to be smart and I want to take care of my body so I can keep doing this for a long time so we can have round two of this. And you know what I mean? We'll have
0: like a, reunion. Well, we're going to have a lot of rounds because you're not stopping no we'll time soon. Um, what have been your biggest challenges when it comes to running?
1: Um, challenges, I love it a lot. So being consistent and disciplined and committed hasn't been chale- a challenge. Um, finding discipline in the other areas. Okay. So the nutrition, the strength, the the cross training and the strength training. Yes. That was my biggest challenge was finding, um, discipline in those areas. When I first got into running, the nutrition discipline was so strong. Um, I saw immediate results and that's what helped me fuel the fire to, to, to keep running. I was like, Hey, not only am I running longer, I'm losing weight. I look more fit. Um, so it was cool, but I feel like up until recently, I literally plateaued as a runner, and I got to the point where I was like, "Hey, Maurice, you can run a marathon. You can even run a 50k. Um, but are you ever right. going to get? Are you ever going to get faster? Are you ever going to get more efficient? Are you ever going to recover stronger? Are you ever going to, you know, run a fast 10k at the end of a marathon?" And those questions, to answer those questions with a yes. You have to take care of your body and learn. I'm really excited to be diving into the strength training um, and to be diving into things like yoga and PT and rehabbing properly. Wow. That's amazing. So So... eating is the the biggest challenge. Eating (laughs) eating is the biggest challenge.
0: We're God, gonna get it. We're gonna get into the nutrition in a, a little bit. So let's during COVID,
1: hey, I put on <laughs> I put on a few pounds, and I got to the point where I was like, "Hey, these selfies look a little bit different than they used to." <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> we you ran, you
1: we, we ran those pounds right off.
0: Oh man, that's great! You did some transformation too, because I was so used to the the panda hat with the hair flapping all over the place. I love, and then I you
1: love. you chop the hair off. I got rid of the man bun. Um, I, I think it may make a comeback, though. It's it going make- it's gonna, it's gonna to take a few years, but it may, <laughs> it may make a comeback. Um, I had the ponytail and man bun look for a long time, and I just wanted a fresh a fresh look. I was looking at old pictures and saying, hey, I've been that ponytail guy for a long time. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's chop it off. Let's but I miss it. it. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's get into some mindset. So do you meditate on the run? Um. Mantras, it's it's more like, I, and I'm sometimes I'm literally screaming out loud. Oh like,
0: man, let's hear with, it. Let me I hear a with, good mantra right now,
1: hype me up. What did you come outside for? What did you come outside for? You better be outside to get better than yesterday. Train hard to get better, no matter the weather. Where were they all winter? Um, that's my thing to get me pumped up <laughs> Wait, in, the, like in, the, <laughs> in the cold weather because you have to pump yourself up. You're outside doing it. You're already doing it, so you've already made a victory. You gotta finish, you gotta get to the end. Um so I say things like that. Um, I am smart, I am strong, don't quit now. Just little simple things. Don't quit now, don't quit now. I was screaming that on my run um last night because I wanted to hit a certain uh pace mm-hmm. and I was I was breaking down. It was a short distance. But wow. I just kept I kept screaming to myself, Don't quit now. Um and I did it. I got to the three point one with you know, with the pace that I wanted and it felt good and little things like that. Um and the results are bigger than excuses. That little mantra helped me on that day where I got lost and I had a really bad headspace as far as yeah. like, what, what are you doing this for? This stinks. Why are you outside in the middle of the summer running for, for 14 hours kind of stuff?
0: Wow, that's <laughs> amazing. This, now you have to come out with a mantra book because I, I didn't get to read some of these down, but I know your, all hashtag, right, all right. your hashtags you got the, you
1: are... Got, you got the regulars, the I Chase Miles, uh, High Fives and Positive Vibes, Personal records are not sold at the corner store, so don't go there looking for them. You, you got to put the work in. <laughs> no, no offense to all my lovely treadmill runners, but this has no treadmills on race day. I've never <laughs> seen I've never seen one at the start line. <laughs> no treadmills at the start line. Oh, but I respect, I respect the benefits of treadmill running, and I and I know that with everybody's life. <laughs> schedules they treadmill can. running you you have you have to implement it and i never a lot of times when i'm doing this on the insta yeah. stories and stuff i don't want people to think i'm this arrogant jerk i just love to get people hyped up i'm really passionate i talk a little bit of trash because i want people to get hyped up that's what this is about and that's that's the hip-hop culture kind of influencing <laughs> me. the hip-hop culture is that braggadocio hey yeah. you know what i mean like once again i'm never gonna be the fastest runner out there so i want to i want to look fresh i want the fresh sneakers i want the matching tank top i i dig that stuff and i and i always give props when other people dig that stuff too Shout out to Ron J, who just won a marathon, looking like a cover model, I, might say, I must say. Yeah, he's model.
0: that, oh man,
1: I, I sometimes have to say, no, he didn't just say that when I watch his stories. Oh yeah, I love what he says. He backs, what he, says. he backs it up though. His <laughs> attitude is like, all gas, no brakes, he does not care. And I love it, that kind of swag and that kind of, but guess what? He puts the miles in to back yeah. it up. He's talking trash because he's really outside running 22 miles on the cold, and yeah, everybody else yeah. is scrolling through their phone. So right. they, I love that stuff. He he pumps me up more than more than a lot of people.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so so
0: I'm guessing you don't listen to music on a the run then.
1: I do music podcasts. Um, I'm big on safety first. Um, you'll see me out there with the safety vests and the flashing lights. Um, I respect other drive. I respect drivers and bikers and other runners. I get really mad and offended when I see runners dressed in all black at night with no lights. Um wow. a bad it makes runners look bad because safety, safety, safety. Wear out on the road, but so are the drivers and the bikers and, and all that stuff. So I, I, I take safety real real um um I put it top priority, especially because I listen to music. Um so I never want to be that guy that is not visible. Um, and I keep the music in one air if it's on full blast, like if I'm rocking out, you know. What, are, like,
0: you, what are you listening to? Who Who, uh, who punks you up?
1: All, 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 all reggae, dancehall, hip hop. So you, wait, you're,
0: you're, you're mixed. So do, do I get like some Irish pipes
1: in there? Like what do I um, get? I mean, as Irish as I'm going to go is maybe like some Dropkick Murphys or something <laughs> like that. Like some Boston, uh, you know, some Boston pub music or something like that. Um, House, House of Pain and Everlast. Um, old school hip hop gets me fired up dance hall music gets me fired up I can put on dance hall bangers you know from 2017 or something and still get really fired up off of old school like Sean Paul and buju Banton um, oh, wow. and stuff like that um, any type of mashups with like hip hop and dance music that kind of stuff gets me fired up um, and then your classic you know your classic like you know Eminem and stuff like that Wu-Tang classic <laughs> DMX wow. The locks. DMX, yeah, the locks. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right.
0: We'll, we'll get into like uh, something fun towards the end. All right. So let's get into nutrition. How do you fuel your body when it comes to running? You run every day.
1: Are you carb loading insane? I, like, what are you doing? A ton of peanut butter and a ton of bananas. I literally have my bag with me. The guys at work make fun of me. I have a big jar of peanut butter and, and bananas and granola bars on me all the time. Um, I feel like I'm always hungry. I try to make smart choices with the snacks. Um, I'm not counting calories. I should eat less bread, but I do eat a lot of bread and a lot of bagels. (laughs) Um, I love salt and cheese. Those aren't really healthy. Um, There's a a lot of pizza in the diet. Um, The the panda eats pizza. Oh, no. The panda craves pizza, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if I could eat
0: it seven days a week, I would. Um, well, who do you I, get pizza from in Rhode Island? Because, you know, New York always says we have the best pizza. If I come to Rhode Island, who am I? If I come to Providence, where am I getting need my pizza? You to go to, to
1: Fellini's, Caserta's, and Boston House. Um, that's, that's where you Jeff Jeff's, Jeff's uh, Coal Fired. I mean, yeah, there's some good places on the hill. I love just classic, you know, Big, thick, uh, I mean, i was sorry, a thin slice with cheese and pepperoni. I did a 36-day no-meat fast for myself um, from the day after nice. Thanksgiving until January 1st. I posted a little bit about it on Instagram, um, but I didn't, I, I, I didn't, I'm not educated enough to become completely plant-based and, and, and vegan-based. I shouldn't say I'm not educated enough. I'm, not, I'm just not there yet. I'm trying to, to test the waters. Um, I gave up the meat completely for over 30 days, um, but I was still eating fish um, and I was still eating um, dairy. So I did not give up the dairy. Um, and I try to keep that stuff, you know, all clean and organic when it comes to the dairy. Um, but I know how bad it is. If you're into that mindset of getting rid of the, the meat stuff and getting rid of the animal based stuff um, because of the stuff that I'm learning and maturing about, I am leaning very hard towards the, vegan plant-based lifestyle i'm just i'm not there yet um but i would like to see myself there before i say the end of the year before the end of. The oh, year.
0: wow yeah that's amazing kudos to you for that so um what's uh a, a go-to pre, pre-race pre meal Is just a bagel what are you eating before a race
1: um i do a lot of cinnamon raisin bread a lot of cinnamon mm-hmm. raisin bagels those are my favorite i've been known to show up to a marathon with like a loaf of cinnamon raisin bread and just nibble on a couple of pieces before the race because A, I'm nervous, it's helping me with my nerves and I'm putting something in my system. Um, a lot of peanut butter, sometimes way too much and it, and it gets me really thirsty. Um, a lot of coffee. I never start a day or a run without a ton of coffee, uh, probably, probably more than I should. Um, but a ton of black coffee, espresso, dark roast, whatever the strongest coffee I can get my hands on uh, and bread and peanut butter. Wow. now what about pulse pulse race eating? Um, s- smoothie something I'll, I'll always make like a protein smoothie with just like you know over-the-counter protein and some fresh fruit um and stuff and if i'm going to treat myself it's like mashed potatoes and and baked chicken and or something <laughs> like that but uh or a big bowl <laughs> of oreos um it, so you it, run across bro... <laughs> <laughs> I it's t- I would not I would be lying if I said I have um fresh vegetables as my post race m- meal. Do you know what I mean? I I usually right. use I use an indulging meal as my reward if I'm running for example <clears throat> after the Newport Marathon in April I'm already thinking ahead of like I want fried chicken and mashed potatoes. That's like my (laughs) indulgence meal. Um, I probably won't have it between now and then because it's not that healthy, but I'm looking forward to having it after the marathon.
0: Dope, dope. Wow. So uh, kudos to you. Hopefully, like you said, by the end of the year, um, you go fully plant-based and I'm rooting you on. I know you can do it if that's that's the goal you have in mind. That's, that's uh, the
1: goal. I'm putting it out there so I can hold myself accountable as the calendar year progresses.
0: All right. So we're going to segue back into the running a little bit. Um, I know you're coached by Lori, correct? Yes. So what, what does a coach tell Maurice who wants to run? How many marathons did you
1: run last October? So, well, that's, that's so funny that you said that. So that's, that's how it all started. So it was, I I might have the year mixed up, but 2016 or 2017, I ran four marathons in the month of October, just to say- Wait, wait, let's stop, let's stop. Four marathons in the month of October. So let's back up. When I first did my first marathon, um, I did six, I did four within six weeks my first four marathons ever were done within six weeks. So I kind of set the bar high as far as the Marathon Maniac thing goes. Like there's other people, I shouldn't say I set the bar high. There's other people that do crazy stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. I found the Marathon Maniacs group. Um, And that was one of the requirements. You had to run three marathons within 90 days. And I said, well, I just did four. Uh, marathons in six weeks so I'm definitely qualified um and I joined the club and I got the swag and all that stuff I love it <clears throat> I love the recognition out on the courses the when I so I put the idea in my head I wanted to beat the four marathons in six weeks so let's do four in four weeks and it worked out they were all on the calendar and they were all races that a I could afford to register for b I could afford to travel to because um, that's always a thing um you've got to make sure that you can make it happen um they were all local. So one was Massachusetts, one was Rhode Island, one was Connecticut, um, and another one was a local um Massachusetts race. So I put them all on the calendar. I registered for all of them. I set the goal. Um, one of them was my birthday weekend. My girlfriend, my son, one of my best running friends, uh Dr. Jessica was there. She showed up just to run the marathon with me. Um, so when I finished wow. that, we, when I finished, yeah, she was awesome. She was it's awesome. She showed up, just she ran the marathon with me and literally paced me at the end, was running ahead to aid stations to get me gatorade because she was in better shape than me first of all this is (laughs) a marathon we're talking about (laughs) and second of all i had run a marathon every weekend for three weeks and um so i I was a little tired (laughs) a little just a little so she she was running ahead to get me gatorade and coming back and giving it to me and, and just one of the best running partners and homies out there so shout out dr jessica um and my girlfriend, my son, my, my mom was there that day. Everybody was at the finish. So it was an awesome finish. The point being, after that finish, Coach Lori, um, Flat Laurie, she goes by on Instagram, we were already connected on social media. And I was kind of, I knew she was like a, a retired Ironman. I, I knew some stuff about her. Um, she sent me a message and said, hey, great job, um, you know, lacing up and completing four marathons in four weeks. Not a lot of people can say they did that. If you're ever interested in quality over quantity, if you you ever want to follow a training plan, pick a pace, pick a time and train for those times, put in the speed work, put in the hill work, put in the track work, execute that plan on race day. If you're ever interested in that kind of stuff, I'd love to help. Well, she didn't have to say anything else. I mean, here I am this guy that knows nothing about running, but I'm fully infatuated with it. And here's this person who's wiser in miles, wiser in experience, you know, just a, just, she's a doctor, you know, as far as, you know, education goes and so forth. So I I was just pumped up with the opportunity. I said, sure, I'm in. And she literally started writing training plans for me, 14 week, 16 week training plans. Um, I had snuck away with a sub four marathon before, um, (laughs) She wrote a plan to get me to my marathon PR and I shaved <clears throat> literally 14 minutes off of that sub four, which is significant in the marathon world. So 345 is my current best time. And I credit wow. that all, all to her. Um, she wrote the pace plan for that day. Her and her boyfriend were there that day. Um, just a great, great, great. Um, she, I call her humble and gritty. Okay, she's about as gritty as it gets. She wins one hundred mile races. Wow. Um, she, she's welcomed me to Ultra, so the next thing is hashtag ultra panda loading. So I need uh, to hear
0: about that.
1: So you're really, really
0: well, not really. You ran across Rhode Island, so you've already jumped into the Ultra bug. How many I guess how many fifty K's have you done?
1: Um a handful to be <laughs> to be technical. A handful. Um I did a solo eight-hour event that was a virtual event. The goal was to keep moving for eight hours. So there was no distance. Eight hours? Yes. So there was no distance goal. It was a time goal. You had to start (laughs) and you had to finish eight hours. So when I did that, I clocked 36 miles. So that was my first ultra event. It was an official event. I signed up for it. Because of COVID, it was virtual. Um, they sent me the little wooden plaque. I was really excited. The goal is just- an eight-hour virtual race, and you signed up for it? <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah. When, when you sign up for it, that, then you have no choice. You can't quit. You don't get the shirt and the medal and all that stuff when, when you quit. So this is cool. a cool story. During the eight-hour event, I try to play all these little tricks with myself. I'll, I'll put on a playlist and say, when this playlist is over, you only have 90 minutes of running left. You know, and I break it down into little segments. I'll put on uh, another playlist and say, when this playlist is over or when this podcast is over, you only have a 10K to finish the day. And I'll try to do the math in different ways in my head, break it up into distance, pace, hours, minutes, songs, whatever it is, to kind of just play tricks on my mind. That day, I thought I had 90 minutes of running left. And I just kept telling myself, you're only got to go for 90 minutes. What's 90 minutes? You've been, that means you've been outside for six and a half hours, right? You're not right. gonna quit, you're not gonna quit now. So when the 30 minutes went by and I double checked my watch and I said, you know, it's only an hour left, it wasn't an hour left, it was two hours left. <laughs> so it really, it, it, what is, <clears throat> it doesn't sound like a big deal, but thinking I had an hour left and then knowing I had two hours left, I was like, dang, this this is gonna be a long two hours. Um. So that, that was tough. I made it to the eight hours. I recently did a winter solstice run with Coach Laurie and, and Paul um, and, and Brian Gold and How Was Your Run Today podcast. They, the goal was to run for nine hours and 14 minutes the entire length of the day. So that wasn't a distance goal either. That was a time goal. So I consider that a virtual ultra. Um, and I did the nine hours um, that day. Wow. Too bro
0: <laughs> man and I,
1: I was getting ready to ask you what your
0: proudest running a accompli- uh accomplishment thus far was i don't even know
1: <laughs> I, didn't um, have so many. I don't even know where to go it, that's a that's a cool question i my favorite moments um my first marathon finish in 2014 full marathon newport rhode island um so the first time i ever finished 26.2 officially my mom and my girlfriend were at the finish very very special day. Um the birthday weekend when it was my fourth marathon, that was the first time my son was at the finish line. So wow. that was that was really special. Um and then the Boston marathon being able to have a successful campaign for charity to show up and um and, and, and to race. It was I'm looking forward to doing it again after COVID and everything, because uh, I did it with the worst weather on record, the Boston Marathon, and that, that's a memorable experience. But once again, I never want to take away from the folks that have been out there every year, yeah. from before, before the bombing um, to after the bombing, people that right. have lost loved ones, um, you know, people that are out there um, falling, you know, dr- running for fallen soldiers and stuff like that. I'm, I'm just a small piece of this community and mm-hmm. I get I get fueled up to be out there. I mean, the, the, you hear stories about like the Marine Corps Marathon yeah. um, and stuff like that. And so I always like to kind of shine a light on the other stuff that goes on because my story is really cool, but it, it's not the coolest. Do you know what I mean? Oh uh, man, um, you, your
0: story—it was. Uh, you You need to p- put this in a book. So that's, <laughs> that's
1: the plan. That's part of the plan.
0: Oh man, wow, what a great running accomplishment. So what's your next big, I guess, running goal because I see you're tapping into ultras. You you like getting ready to try. So what's your next big running um goal?
1: Um it's so I I announced it on the on my feed um on March 1st, I'm going to apply and register for a Badwater 51 mile live ultra event so a fifty one mile race that's going to be held in october um, that 's my biggest goal for the year. My immediate goal will be to complete the bad water virtual challenge I did the two hundred and sixty seven um, miles I did the two hundred and sixty seven miles in thirty one days in the month of January all outside miles you had to complete them in thirty one days the what? next Yeah, the next challenge, (laughs) you have to do 267 miles, but you have to do it between April 2nd and April 18th, and there's a 90-hour cutoff. So there's little rules and little cutoffs. So it's not just as simple as 267 miles in 16 days. Right. Your your total moving time cannot be more than 90 hours. So it's going to be a true challenge. You break down the... uh, It, it, it comes down to be just under 17 miles a day.
0: Oh, my goodness. The panda so That's people. the goal.
1: That's the goal. So I need some man. positive vibes. I need some people following I'll along. I drop some-, some pandas right now, man. Yeah. In the comments. So <laughs> April 2nd, we're going to be starting the challenge. Um, and then the Newport Marathon is April 17th. So anybody that's signed up or coming down to Rhode Island for the Newport Marathon, my buddy Jim from Connecticut is showing up for his first race. My buddy Mike V., He's showing up for his first marathon. Um, we're signed up together. So, I mean, this stuff, it just gets me pumped up. This stuff keeps me sober. It keeps me hungry to level up on, on my professional journey, too. The running, the, the run streak, the accountability, the daily discipline, it helps drive me. If I can make this many steps in the right direction just from running marathons, imagine if I apply that attitude and mindset to my professional life too. And it has, it's open doors uh, and not to, I don't quite, hopefully I don't come across like I'm always just patting myself on the back, but the running and no, the sobriety no has helped me. My professional journey has taken some leaps and bounds over the last four to five That's years. And, yeah. and it's because of that mindset that when I remember telling somebody I wanted to run a marathon once, and I remember the, hearing the laughter and like, you're going to run a marathon. Do you know how long that is? You can't, <laughs> you can't run 26 miles, but that kind of stuff that fuels me, you know, once again, I'm not going to run a marathon in two and a half hours. That's, that's never going to be me. Um, but I can do it. I can do it every week. And I'm going to have to talk to, to it. coach Lori, Lori <laughs> might make that happen. She might. <laughs> she might. I think she, I think she, she's, um, we're going for running for the long haul and not for, not for the speed. Uh, I'm it. in it for the long haul. I want to be the guy that says I can do 100 miles and then get up the next day and maybe do a 10K. All
0: right. So <laughs> we have like probably like a little to 10 minutes left. I'm going to get through some stuff I wanted to ask. But if anybody's tuned in that I wanted to ask something, shoot it. So what's one piece of advice you want to give someone that's currently struggling with like an alcohol know. or a drug? addiction or any addiction that he just can't uh, kick off?
1: Um, that's a great question because um, it doesn't have to be alcohol or drugs. It could be anything. Yeah. It could be gambling. It could be pornography. It could be eating. Um, it could be anything. You have to find my, and this is an expert advice. I'm not a medical professional. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, you have to find something else. You have to find something else to fill that space, to fill that time. Um, with drug users, it, it comes down to the basics of some drug users find joy in, in an adrenaline rush in the, in the the actual act of, of going to buy the drugs. Yeah. You, have to, you have to rewind and you have to take, you have to find out what you can do to replace those activities. Maybe it's retail therapy. Maybe you can go shopping and buy yourself a new outfit <laughs> instead of going to the bar and dropping 150 bucks. Um, and maybe you'll feel good about yourself. Maybe you can start a savings account And something like that. But as far as hardcore drug and alcohol abuse, you have to want to stop. You have to envision your life without it. You have to tell yourself, I'm way better than this. I'm way stronger than this. Tomorrow will be so hard. I'm not going to pick up drugs and I'm not going to pick up alcohol. And it's going to effing suck. It's going to suck. The first day, the second day, the third day, they all suck, but they all get better. Um, I'd be lying to you if I said it was easy the first day that I, the first day I gave up hardcore drug abuse I drank because I, 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 I just wasn't ready to give up everything I had a bottle of cheap vodka, and I was drinking away the pain, knowing that I had no way to go. And I was a drug addict. But the fact that I went 24 hours without picking up drugs was mm-hmm. a big, a big step in the right direction. The next day, I did not pick up drugs or alcohol. Amazing. third day no drugs, no alcohol, every day got better. You have to believe it's positivity always, not just just once in a while, not just when things are going good. When I was in my darkest times, I believed that if I did the right thing, life would be better, doors would open, things would get better. I knew it wouldn't happen tomorrow. I knew it wouldn't happen next month. It might not even happen in six months. And there was times where it was hard. I'm like, I'm staying clean. I'm staying sober. I'm working two part-time jobs. I don't, I'm not paying my bills on time, but I just kept telling myself, this is way better than chasing a bottle of alcohol, some nasty nightclub scene. (laughs) You know, I used to be in some really bad places thinking, thinking it was okay. Yeah. Wow. So anybody that's struggling, stop using, just stop picking up, stop (laughs) picking up stay connected with people that don't use. If you stay connected with people that are using once in a while, you'll always be a once in a while user. You have to remove yourself from that situation. It's up to them. You have to remove yourself. The next day, tomorrow morning, don't hang out at the same places. Don't pick up the phone for the same people. Don't go to the same places. Be around people that don't do drugs, that don't drink. Because when I was at my darkest, I wanted to be with the people that were doing the right thing. I, I got tired of what I was doing and that used to fuel me and inspire me. I wanted to be a normal member of society. I wanted to do the right thing. Um, and, and not everybody has the self-awareness to, to just, to just do it. I'm very grateful for that. So seek right. help, go to a church, go to a program, yeah. go, to, go to somebody that's older and wiser than you or that's clean and sober and say, and say Hey, I need help. I'm I'm using, and I want to give up. I mean, I want I want to give up using. Um, wow. Life is Amazing. life is too valuable. Life is too precious. There's way too many things <clears throat> to be grateful and to and to chase after that are better than alcohol and drugs. Man, congrats. Keep it up. Congrats, congrats, congrats.
0: <laughs> so, um, if anyone's tuned in, we have I think nine minutes before IG normally cuts us off within an hour. So, if you have anything you want to ask the panda, <laughs> go for it. But we are going to get into a quick this or that. So basically, it's just a this or a that. So um, 5K or 10K? Uh, 10K. Half or full? Full. Full
1: or ultra? Ultra.
0: Road or track? Road.
1: Out and back or a loop of a course? Um, I like that question. I I really love out and backs. I I love knowing that I, I like doing the math in my head. Like, hey, I can run six miles and get to that location, and now I know I have to run six miles to get home. So there's you have no choice but to make it a 12 mile day. I like that. Um, loops are fun too. Um, I have a friend Josh. I call him the Route Master. He can pick if you tell him you want to run a 10k and you leave his front door, he'll have a 10K mapped out in his head in, in no time. And I like doing that. I, I like the city street stuff. I like being out on the streets. Um, so definitely road over track and definitely um, – let's pick the out and back.
0: Out and back. Okay. Um,
1: Hilly or flat? Hilly. For the challenge. You, you have to. So when you show up at an event, you're not surprised by the hills and you're not overwhelmed by the hills. You have to – Coach Laurie always says – Run hills, why? Because we don't run them enough. Nobody runs them enough. Music or no music? Right now, music. Music and podcasts. I, I do. I, I lean heavy on it.
0: Dope, dope. Winter running or summer running?
1: Summer running. I prefer the heat and humidity. I would rather be hot and uncomfortable than cold and uncomfortable. I do a lot of trash talking about the winter warriors and outside no matter the weather. This winter has taken a toll on the positivity, OK? There have been some nights where I really don't enjoy going outside. Um,
0: <laughs> That's Providence for you, though. <laughs> yeah, so
1: we're waiting for the spring and the summer over here. All right, so Nessa
0: says, uh, what's up, Nessa? She says, what's your favorite running kicks in your current
1: rotation? Um, The Nike Tempo Next, I, re- I feel very strongly that, that was one of the shoes of the year. Um, I'm really I'm not an expert. I'm not a shoe expert. But I do talk a little bit of trash because I don't just post fancy sneakers on Instagram. I actually put hundreds of miles in them. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do have some some opinions. I feel like anything that Nike puts out justifies the price because they're durable. They're reliable. They're stylish. They perform in all weather. Um, I feel very strongly about that. I think the Vaporfly series is almost impossible to beat. Um, <laughs> the Hoka... You know, the, you know I'm an Adidas guy, right? And I, you, know, you, I know. You, I'm, just, I'm, just saying, you. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The Hoka Carbon X. I will be on my third pair of Hoka Carbon Xs. I love that shoe. It's a great alternative to the Nike Vaporfly. Um, and if you're not talking race shoes everyday trainers, things that like to, um, I like the Zoom fly because they absorb miles. um, And I love Brooks and Hoka for for dailies, um, but Nike's my go-to right now. I'm interested in the new Adidas Ultra Boost. I did two pairs of the last ultra boost and i love them they you'll were just never little, go back you'll never go were, back to anything else <laughs> they were a little clunky for me for oh races. too heavy <laughs> they were a little heavy for me for races but they were extremely comfortable for for working out and for long distance running um and they look great so i i do love the adidas brand um but i'm just not everyday trainers you get what me. works for you that, that yeah. I, I respect it wait yeah. so someone says what podcast we got a couple of questions coming in what podcasts are you listening to well, I got to mention the Rambling Runner. Everybody knows who that is, but he was cool enough to have me on his show um, twice. Normal guy, um, lazy guy. I, I, I want to give shout outs to the folks that have that have had me on on their show. Uh, Derek Oxley out in Connecticut, Behind the Wheel podcast. He does a lot for driving the culture um, and putting out cool content, like um, especially for people of color and stuff like that. So that's an awesome podcast. My buddy at work has put me on to some financial investing podcasts and some sales podcasts, that money. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Stuff like that. And obviously anything that David Goggins says, I want to put on repeat. (laughs) I just want to put it on repeat and have it in my head. Um, 24 hours a day. Um, all right. Let's see. I mean, there's, there's a, there's a group out there peak to early podcast. They've, they've given me a bunch of shout outs. I love them guys. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm missing a few right now, but, um, it, it, yeah, I don't know. Tells people to message me if they want more suggestions. I'll come, I'll <laughs> All right. So Steph, you got a
0: messenger. All right. So someone says, what running gels do you take on the long days? Shout Rob out to says Dave. Uh, Dave
1: uh, Marathon dad just joined, and he's one of my best running buddies as well. Um, so I want to give him a shout out. For the gels, I do the regular um, whatever you get at like Dick's in the running store. I forget the name brand. It's the goo, the goo. The regular goo.
0: Oh, the, um, the Gatorade goo?
1: Not the Gatorade brand, I've tried that. It's the regular um, goo gel brand. Uh, the, the name of the brand is slipped in my mind. I okay. love the brand, I love the brand Honey Stinger, um, and I do love the Morton gels. Um, I know that with like the social media hype and everything, there's a lot of hype around the Morton. I yeah. feel that Morton really delivers an, an awesome product. I, mean, I use it. it it's, <laughs> the gels, they never upset my stomach. Um, The caffeine gel. I do feel the kick. I just think it's an awesome product. It's worth the price I was very fortunate um, to be one of the first um, Recipients of like the ambassador stuff Yeah, when they were passing out free products and stuff Um, And when the free when the free stuff ended at the New York City Marathon Expo I bought one of the big kits because I really thought that the product was that good Um, And I I bought the kit with all the mixes and stuff It lasted a while. So the Morton stuff is the real deal but if you're just like trying to fuel, find out what works for you. I mean, I've had I've had twenty mile runs that have been fueled on a Snickers bar and two bottles of Gatorade. So it, it's like <laughs> <laughs> there's no I'm I'm not a I'm I'm not trained. to – Snickers, the
0: you're He needs the check. Send, he'll send the invoice. Pay
1: the one yes. check. <laughs> Hashtag fueled <laughs> off of Snickers and Gatorade. Um, so and don't forget the black coffee, all right? All um, uh, right. Uh, let's see.
0: We got some last ones. Uh, hopefully
1: I don't get kicked off. Um,
0: oh, that's so a great I...
1: question. How many miles between drinks, water, and Gatorade? Um, mm-hmm. Lou runs at New York City? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. So at a marathon, okay, I rely heavily on the provided aid stations. So I know for a half marathon and a marathon – i'm taking one sip or two sips of water at every station no matter what the gatorade i will take a a huge sip or or a whole cup at almost every other stop just to take advantage of every stop um i've ran a marathon with the camelback and i i probably won't do that again um it's nice to know that you're not going to run out of hydration if you're at like mile 18 and you don't think there's a, a table for three miles and you can't wait three miles to take a drink. It's nice to have your own hydration, but as far as comfort goes, I prefer to rely just on the aid stations. Um, my girlfriend's a huge a trooper. She's only missed one full marathon out wow. of out of twenty eight live events, so I can always Dude, rely on I can rely on her to be at yeah. different locations towards the race. Okay. Jeez, passing wonderful. out, you know, cold water and stuff like that. So um, I rely heavily on what's provided. Okay. And early on in the race, I have a problem <clears throat> with not being able to run 26 miles without stopping to use the restroom. And, <laughs> and, and I know, I know you're supposed to be able to do it. I drink a lot of water and coffee before the race. And sometimes by like mile 13, I have you got to gotta go. Up. So some people like to kind of pace that. And not drink maybe for ninety minutes before, and maybe take it easy on the first few aid stations. Nice. Oh, someone, I think we missed this one. Are you
0: trying to run one of the the Goggins four by four by forty eight legs with me next Sunday? <laughs> I don't know if that's a joke or um, not. <laughs> it, it
1: might be a possibility. Who who asked that question? Because I this think is
0: this his <laughs> at name is JG yeah, Jizzy. I can't, I, can't see him,
1: I can't see him on my side, but what up, G- Gizzy? Um, <laughs> we got together for a run. He shares the same passion, um, passionate mindset, discipline, uh, commitment. He's so awesome, so talented. Um, he, did, he does dance videos and stuff. So to answer that question, I'm going to try to. Next Sunday, I have my own personal challenge I need to do, but it, right. does, inclu- it does include a lot of miles. Um, so I might be able to make, to make that work.
0: All right. So I don't want to keep you any longer. If anyone else has anything else to ask, the Panda is friendly. Shout out to
1: Greg. Run Love New York joined. <laughs> and I know I missed some of the shout outs. Um, yeah. I, I just want to thank everybody that tunes likes, in. comments, yes. tunes in, that shares my posts, that shares my stories. <clears throat> I, I really, really say it all the time because I mean it. I am fueled up by the Instagram community. I said it on my post yesterday. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Marathons and Instagram are safer than cocaine and whiskey. This community Amen. saved my life. Yes, Amen. it saved my life. I, I you literally used to trade smartphones for drugs. And Keep, I, would ne- wow. I would never give up this platform um, to go back to that kind of lifestyle. So, no, you're doing thank great. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for following It's been great. Listening. Leave us with one last mantra to end this off. Thank you
0: for coming. Um, One
1: last mantra. (laughs) um, Let's see. Well, train harder, get better, no matter the weather. Um, uh, You're putting me on the spot. I need to think of a good one. Um, I'm going to steal one from one of my favorite motivational guys, um, E, the hip-hop preacher. Tomorrow's Monday, TGIM. You better be grateful for the grind. There are so many people that would do anything to be in your position right now. You have so much to be grateful for. Stop complaining. Stop being stagnant. Get up. Go do something. If you don't like where you are, get up and go somewhere else. My pastor says it all the time. I'm not super spiritual, by the way, but where you are right now is not where you always have to be. There's nothing stopping you, whether it's work, relationship, uh, fitness, wherever, whatever it is. You have the ability to change, to change. So get Amen. up and get going. Um, high fives and positive vibes is the mantra all the time. <laughs> Be grateful for breathing, and then it's gratitude every season. How about that?
0: Oh, you gotta drop a book, Maurice. Thank
1: you so much. This was great.
0: I feel like we you you could do uh, a future update on in
1: a few months when you crush all these uh, these goals you have. And, and New I'm Hampshire old. Running Girl tuned in, and her and I have met on so many different occasions at the Bay State Marathon, um, yeah. out in Lowell and everything. I'm not sure exactly the year we first met, but stuff like that, when you have a, a, a live meetup with somebody that you've followed on Instagram that you look up to because of whether it's fitness or style, I'm motivated and inspired by this whole community every day. I look at people's performances and outfits and style and swag, <laughs> and it, get, it gets me pumped up. So. Everybody, keep doing you. Um, like my streak brother, Run 365 says, just do you. Shout out Jenny running on repeat. She's the streak sister with me. 1,886 days. Let's go. Amen.
0: Thank you so much, bro. Dub this is great. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This has been Monthly Mileage Talks. Maurice the Panda. <laughs> Nothing but love, us. Thank, Thank you
1: so much for having me, brother. All
0: right, bro. Have a great week. Peace. Have, have an <laughs> awesome week. All right. Peace. Peace.